0: Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Tales from the TARDIS podcast. I'm your host Scott Summers and today is going to be my review of Doctor Who series 10 episode 7, The Pyramid at the End of the World. Well, just straight off the bat, that was um, another confusing uh, episode originally. Uh, a bit similar to uh, last week's Extremis. These last two are definitely not... It's sort of generic Doctor episodes. These are very much Stephen Moffat-inspired outside of the box. Obviously, this one, written together uh, by Peter Harness and Stephen Moffat. Obviously, we don't know how much each one contributed, but they're on there together. Um, Peter Harness, obviously, uh, wrote Kill the Moon and the Zygon 2-parter from uh, the last series. I wasn't the biggest fan of Kill the Moon, but since that Igon Two parter I've completely changed my opinion of Peter Harness and I now think he is a terrific writer. As shown by even the complexity of this episode, I still loved it. I I preferred last week's Extremis to this, but I still thought this was an amazing episode and Moffat It seems this series to be getting back to writing individual episodes as good as the ones he used to write in the Russell T Davies era. There's not been a bad Stephen Moffat-penned episode in a long time, which I'm very pleased. Obviously, Daniel Netheim uh, coming back to direct, interestingly, as well as last week, he also directed the uh, Zygon two-parter from last series, so... He and Peter Harness have experience working together, um, and obviously he's worked with Moffat as the showrunner, so I thought the blend of the three of them was really good. I really enjoyed this episode. Um some of the stuff I liked about it, I'll touch on again when I go through probably talking about, you know, our, our main heroes, but I loved as the episode begins after we get the um, title sequence, and there's just Peter Capaldi playing his guitar. I'm so going to miss that. Capaldi's doctor just so so new now. and He knows exactly who he is, and every doctor just individualises the part themselves. It's great the way he portrayed himself without eyesight. I thought was amazing, especially when we get to the end of the episode. And of course, we get Bill sacrificing the world to the monks for, to get the Doctor back his eyesight. And we'll see next week how that is going to end up. I thought that was really interesting. But we obviously can see now the real connection between Bill and the Doctor. The fact that she's willing to do that for him, she completely understands him, and I laughed throughout the episode previously when, before Bill finds out, and we've just got Nardole still doing his little narration for the Doctor, and I, once again, Matt Lucas, I see this is what I always wanted for him, I'm now enjoying his character, I'm enjoying Nardole more and more, (coughs) oh sorry, uh, and it's just absolutely great seeing those three work together. We're not seeing any clash really anymore between Bill and Nardo, which I thought was great. I thought the you know guest stars for the episode all played their part really well. Obviously, Tony Gardner playing Douglas. Uh, it's he's an actor who. You know, I've seen years and years ago, back when he first broke out probably in My Parents Aliens, that now that's a lovely little throwback for um, people of my sort of age. And then obviously he uh, was in the thick of it. Of, uh, of course he was, um, alongside our doctor Peter Cabaldi And it's, a, it's a, obviously a... Um, recurring thing each series we've had um a a, a thick a uh, thick of it um sort of big name joining in obviously Chris Addison um in his first series in last year Rebecca Front um and now and now Tony Gardner um and then always and then also we had um Rachel Dennings as uh, Erica lovely uh performance from her, the way that she worked with Capaldi together at the end there was great. You got to see Capaldi happy as he was, you know, saving the world, even if it did then end up in the hands of the monks. Um but I thought that she was great in that little role there. Um on to uh what I Didn't like as much about the episode. Um, It was, I mean, on first watch, obviously I watched it a couple of times. Um, To read this on first watch, it did take me a while to sort of get my head around it. I don't know if that's necessarily a critique or if that's just the joy of a really good Stephen Moffat story is that it's going to leave you thinking about it. I also wasn't the biggest fan of the uh, military personnel in this episode. Obviously, they do always seem a bit typecast, as, you know, the very strategic-minded um, and the way that they try and uh, sort of surrender through strategy, and that obviously gets them all killed. They don't quite seem have the full intelligence that this sort of military personnel should have um i suppose not a nitpick but something i would have liked to have seen in the episode um would have been unit obviously unit and the un are not connected in the uh new series obviously unit were part of the un in the classic series but that uh has now been changed, Um, and I suppose really it wasn't that there were lots of things in this episode that I disliked. I just didn't quite enjoy this episode as much as I did last week, I still thought this was a very good episode, I just didn't quite enjoy it to the level of the week before, but I did love, as I have done every week, the visuals, I love the portrayal of the monks and the way that they're used. Um, and then just to just to touch on a few other little references. Obviously, once again, we got the Doctor as the President of Earth, which was great. Um, interestingly, uh, the Doctor returned to um, to which was the uh, Country where the pyramid was located. Uh, that country was also mentioned in the Argon two-parter, which obviously written by Peter Harnish, directed by Daniel Netheim uh, from the previous series. Um, the uh, main monk, portrayed by Jamie Hill, who has a uh, history over the last few years, especially uh, Peter Capaldi's era of Doctor Who. Uh, he He played the uh, foretold in *Mummy mummy on the Orient Express*. He also played one of the first Silence we see all the way back in the Matt Smith era of the show. Um, And just very briefly to touch on, obviously, after recent events in Manchester, uh, it was apparently uh, revealed that this episode was ever so slightly tweaked due to to uh, they've not said exactly. Uh, and I'm not really going to go into it, but probably it was just simply the removal of a line or two. Uh, wasn't uh, anything too big um, and didn't have any impact on the plot, which was good to see. Um, so, yeah, in terms of rating this episode, I would say give this episode a strong 8 out of 10. Although, as I said, I didn't enjoy it quite as much as last week's Extremis or as much as I enjoyed Knock Knock from a few weeks ago. This is definitely right up there with my enjoyment of the pilot, I'd say, and my enjoyment of thin ice around that sort of area. Obviously, I just can't believe that we've had, you know, seven, there's now been seven episodes of Doctor Who in a row without anything that bad. It's it's just be looking to be a really good series as a whole for Capaldi to go out on, which I think is absolutely amazing. Uh, so that has been my review of Dot Who Series 10, Episode 7. Um, if you want to find me away from this podcast... Well, you can find me uh, on Facebook at facebook.com Tales from the Tardis podcast, Twitter at Tales underscore Tardis, and via email at Tales from the podcast at gmail.com. These podcasts are now posted not only on YouTube uh, but also on iTunes for either search Tales from the Tardis podcast to find us. Um, and that is it for today. I will be back next week with my commentary review of episode 8 as we delve into this world of the monks and see if the Doctor can save us in what is, in theory, according to what uh, I know so far as the concluding part of this uh, loosely linked three-part trilogy of the monks. Um, And I can't wait for that. It looks really good. I think it's going to be a great episode. But until then, I've been Scott Summers and this has been Tales from the TARDIS Podcast.